Perfect laugh. You always get the laugh. I always start with the laugh. I feel like it's better than a dong chime. You know, dong. Welcome to Embracing the Wild. I am Abby Pagood. And I'm Audra Watley. And this is where we talk about stuff. Stuff. Yes. And giggles. Apparently, I have one. <laughs> you know, that's funny, though, because, like, I, I'm so used to laughing so hard all the time. But I, like, I think that I have giggles. I guess I really don't have giggles. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to make me laugh to the point where, like, I could be bent over slap happy or even, like, you know, get out a snort. You know how when you get those moments that you yeah. laugh so hard that you get a out of it? Like... I was like, I usually don't get a snort. I choke. <laughs> I'm like trying to laugh and choke. I choke on spit. <laughs> I choke on spit. There, did you ever and, see? And then the, I can't breathe, and I'm like, Ugh. one of my favorite movies that we actually did like a um, like a date night to was um, the other woman mm. that was with what is it? It's with Cameron Diaz and some girl that I don't know because she's in a younger generation, and then. Um, then there's also this other, and then it's like the, it's not Leah Thompson, but it's, um, Leah Mann. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause she's just so funny with her delivery all mm-hmm. the time. She just cracks me up, which I've looked back and watched her stuff from when she started. And I'm like, she was not funny then. Like, I don't know why, but she became funnier as she aged. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of the circumstances they put her in or whatever, but in that movie, I literally almost died. I almost died because I was laughing so hard that I hyperventilated and choked on my spit and then could not <laughs> breathe. And I was literally leaning over to where, you know, I've never been so close to those light fixtures that are on the stairs so you don't trip. But my face was like probably a foot because I was like dry heaving because I was trying to live. <laughs> and then like, and then it was just like, then you turn, you take water and then you choke on it. And then you're just like, oh my God, and you can't breathe. My husband's just sitting there like, are you all right? And I'm like, I just, And you're still I laughing can't. and water's coming out your yes. nose. And- Wait, and the worst part is, is I missed the like, I missed the lines after. <laughs> but like, it was so funny. It didn't matter. So then of course, you know. Six months later, bring the movie home. We buy it right away as soon as it's available. And what ends up happening? I almost died when we watched it the second time because I got the second line. <laughs> and I was just like, dude. Oh, no. I just can't. Uh, yeah, it's always just good, can't. though, when you, you, know, you get those giggles that you just can't, you can't stop. And then, you, and then everything's funny because you don't even well, you're laughing at some point and you can't stop just being slap happy mm-hmm. i love yeah. i love it when the kids get to be slap happy yeah before i gave up dr pepper i would say that it was high on dr pepper but <laughs> i don't do that anymore <laughs> the slap happy or the dr pepper the dr pepper oh okay but you're slap happy all yeah. the time i'm like i don't get high on dr pepper anymore no poor dr pepper i know mm-hmm. it had to go high fructose corn syrup it'll kill you okay so that's what's really sad is i feel really bad because so my son had his soccer game he has one more left of the season his soccer game was at nine and he played great and it was a great game they were short a team a player so they had to play three on three because they're the age where you know they don't do four on four they do three on three or whatever and the cool thing about it yeah for soccer they only have three they play four on four but they, but our team 
did not have everyone show up today, and so they oh. did three on three, so the kids still got to play. Okay. I don't know if we naturally forfeited or they just called it a whatever. They were right. like, oh, no, it's fine. But we yeah. tied, and it was three and three or whatever, and it was it's nice because you're seeing him at the age where he's actually understanding the tactics of the game and actually pushing himself and doing the things. He still doesn't understand that the opponent team is not – his friends per se and I say that with quotes because you know humans are humans we are all pro-human <laughs> and like the last game that he was in there was like a little toppled over where the kids are playing soccer and then like you know the one kid falls and then my kid falls on top and kind of steps on the other kid and so like at the end of the game we went to check to see if the other kid was okay which the parents you know did not want to speak to us they were you know almost resistant because we're the opponents you know, like, but it was very interesting that that's where things were going. And this week, kind of the same thing happened where, lo and behold, Kai, you know, he's playing. And when he's playing soccer, he'll go up to his friends and he'll kind of just, like, grab at them like a tickle. But he'll be like, wow like or whatever just all of us out of the blue or he'll randomly start doing like swinging leg dances or like hopping around or like you know he just does does these really funny things but like this poor kid like is like screaming to his dad this kid won't stop touching me like that and he's like stop worrying about the other kid and I'm sitting there like dude he literally is just playing like he's not he's like hey what's that like because they this number seven and him were so side by side and numbers like they had that they were equal and equivalent players so they kept canceling each other out but like they were obviously arch nemesis on the field <laughs> where Kai's just like ha, 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 like whatever and the kid's just like why does this kid just keep getting in my face like like <laughs> The like, other kid's like, what's wrong with him? And he's just going, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, because he's just happy and loves kid- people. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Right. But then- I, I remember, like, when my nephew was that age and first started playing soccer, <laughs> he would be sitting. Oh, he might even be in the middle of the field when they're playing. And he would sit down somewhere he had found, like, the cap, the plastic cap to a water bottle. And he was, like, building a little sick castle in the middle of the field. Why everyone's running. <laughs> everyone's running around yes. him, you know, and I'm just like, stand up. No. <laughs> Pay attention. No, I almost lost my oh, voice. Yes. I, I almost <laughs> lost my voice screaming at the kid on our team <laughs> to throw the ball in. Yeah. Because he, like, every, he's, like, holding it, and he's making the gestures, and he's, like, over here, over here, like, waiting for people to nod. <laughs> and, like, when the parents are like, yes, yes, and he's like, like, back and forth, <laughs> like, teasing us. And I'm like, throw the ball, Isaiah! Like, and he's just like, and the poor kid, and like, I'm across the field, scream, just throw the ball, you freaking kid! Like, and the parents <laughs> are just cracking up because everybody's, like, he got, he even the opponent's team was screaming for him to throw the ball in. Yeah. Like, because he just, just kept gesturing. Yes, it doesn't do even it. matter where. Just throw it. Just get it in there. Just get it in. Like, whatever. And I really felt like that was his way of catching his breath, personally, because they only had three players. The other team had their full staff, so they got to interchange all three of them out at a time. These kids had to go the whole time. Our team had to go the whole time. And... You know, Isaiah was in charge of snacks, and I have to tell you, I I was kind of just a little more like it just made my heart break a little bit because usually we get, you know, 
gummy snacks all the time, right? Gummy snacks, a Capri Sun, or an energy drink. Or not an energy drink, but a, um, a Gatorade or something like that. Like, okay, that, that's, or even one of those small little water bottles. That's normal. But then usually it's like a granola bar or, you know, like those, um, the made, made good company, the granola bites. Like I always put those in there and then maybe string cheese or something like that. And it's not so bad, but like, so today this poor Isaiah is bringing over this massive bag of snacks and it's like, it looks like it's 20 pounds because inside it's not just, you know, a great value apple juice, which you know is just all concentrate. Yeah. Seriously. Then it's Capri Sun. Then it's two gummies, two gummy, organic gummy packages. I was surprised that it said organic. And then we had two bags of potato chips, one Ruffles, run Ruffles regular potato chips, one Lay's regular potato chips. We had Ritz cheese-filled um, sandwich crackers. And we also had the little breadsticks with the cheese dip. And that was, yeah. Wow. Very very generous on the quantity. Yes. But also like, okay, Kai, after today you will never see those foods again. Again, ever. ever. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting that they, they – Whoever did snacks that day for my nephew's team when I was there last weekend, it was like smart popcorn. Yeah. And and my nephew was like, I think it's stale. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's just low salt and there's nothing on it. And he's like, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> well, it's funny. Because, Fortunately, there was like, I think well, some gummies and was the water. That? How long ago was that? Last week. Okay. So, yeah. so that's funny because if our kid, if like our group of kids, they get that, they'll be ecstatic. Yeah. So, like, some of the parents are very health conscious and pay attention to that. I obviously do because it's always about post-nutrition fueling. Right. But, like, but then there's, you know, these, like, this I'm like, kid. what happened to, like, orange slices? Okay. I mean, so we used to we have, had like, a, real we, oranges. We had, a cle- we had a clementine in our bag last week um, yeah. from his other teammate. Okay. And the, but the thing that made me mad is that, like, these two players, you know, these two players that are doing snacks, like, this week and next week. These are also the same players that showed up last week at the game, and they got sick in the middle of the day- game. And I found out from the coach this week that it was because their parents took them out for fast food before the game. Mm. Like, took them out for, like, McDonald's, McDonald's or something, and then right before the game. Yeah. And so it just kind of broke my heart a little bit because it was just like... As an adult on the sideline, I might barf from out for McDonald's first right, too. But it's also the same thing is, is it's like how much does a parent not know? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just doing you know the easy thing or the affordable thing because you know like you know food's insane right now and having. But to- I would. I mean, golly, fast food is. It. I wouldn't call it affordable compared to, make a snack at home. You know. Feed them at home first. It's way less expensive. Absolutely. Well, and I'm thinking, like, even Costco has added some really great opportunities for protein bars and granola bars and all of that stuff. Say hummus and veggies. Right. Right. Absolutely. Which, I mean, (laughs) the thing that I really just liked the most from the game today is I loved seeing, you know, the aspect that, you know, you there was more interaction. It didn't matter whose team was on what. The parents were enjoying the, the enjoying the view enjoying the activity really having camaraderie I mean Kai I I couldn't tell him that he wasn't wrong I just had to tell him hey 
the coach, if the referee sees you touch somebody else that's not on your team, they're going to assume that you're attacking them. And like, you know, because that, like, that's just, that's just going to be, it's going to be a foul. Even like, it's tickle, tickle, tickle. And it was, he went towards his neck, tickled him, but he said, ah, at the same time. And so, and I was like, okay, hands <laughs> to yourself. That. Right. But, it, but I really did admire the fact that my son is not understanding, like, you know, he, he's like, everybody's equal. You know, he's on that mo. And how long have we really worked towards getting to the mindset especially in children that everyone's equal. Children naturally do it. Us adults are the stink what's about it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is so... Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I just don't know. I remember when that really hit home for me. I was about eight. What happened? How did it hit home? Oh, so I overheard a conversation between adults that was talking about Christmas presents and the cost of Christmas presents and that you have to be mindful because someone else may not be able to afford to yeah. return something that was the the, the same mm-hmm. as far as from a financial perspective, which yeah. it had never even occurred to me like to judge what you were going to give somebody by the cost of what they could afford to give you. Mm-hmm. Like that to me was such a foreign concept and it really, really disturbed me as an eight-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Because you um, wanted, you generously want to get them something because you are thinking that that's perfect for them. You're getting right. it because it matches them, not because of the value. Not because of the cost yeah. of it, right? right. And um, so I just, I, it was, it was just a very awkward conversation for me to overhear under the context that I overheard it, and and it was just, and, and you know it was family associated. I'm not going to name names. Um. But it was family associated, and I was like, "Because we never know if they're listening." Well, it's <laughs> I will name names in my family. <laughs> it's not even that because you know it's 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 just one of those things where I I don't I don't know you know and it, when there's strained relationships and families anyway, there's are so many family it, dynamics. It, it's it's it's, it's, so it's many just family dynamics. so many yeah so much and so many things, but at the same time, it's like it just. It was the first time, like, in my life at eight that I really went, okay, so you're going to change what you would do for somebody or that you wouldn't do for somebody because of Because that. of their financial status. Right. Like, Which, why can't generosity just be generosity? I it's not. It's not trying to show... When it's coming from the right place, right. there's not wrongdoing that's present. And, yeah. the, and the reason why we think there's wrongdoing is because we get offended... Or it, it triggers something from our upbringing or, you know, something that we haven't resolved within ourselves. You know, because most people aren't intending to say something that's insulting. They're not intending to go out of their way being like, oh, man, I can't wait to just irritate the shit out of Audra. Like, like that's not, like, that's not, right. like, what is intended. Like, I don't intend to cut you off when I get stuck on a roll and I'm like, blah, 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 like, whatever. And you're like, listen to me. Like, <laughs> so that I don't overdo it because when I start I have a hard time stopping yeah I know we all know this now I know but it but it does grow for that's why I just let you talk most of the time I know otherwise I'm just interrupting (laughs) although sometimes I feel like people just let me talk because they just wonder what the next freaking thing's gonna pop out of my mouth what's what else is she gonna say what else is she gonna say what goes on in that head (laughs) I'm like hmm 
true though, because we never do know. I don't even know. I don't. I don't set myself up. I just Keep say talking. what. Yeah. I okay. So that reminds me of something. Years ago, my sister, she had. We were. I think we were eating lunch somewhere or something, and some stranger had said like complimented or had come in and said something, and I said something back, and then the stranger like went off of what I said, and we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? And of course, you know, like insta friends, like whatever. And to the point where they're like, oh, okay, da 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 da, whatever. And then, like, the person leaves. And then my sister just looked at me and was like, man, I just wish I could, you know, say whatever's on my mind, but, you know, like, I can't do that or something. And I just kind of looked at her, just dumbstruck. I had no idea. Like, it never occurred to me to shut it. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, I do, like, understand the filtration process. And I do know when when not to say things. But I'm the personality that brings it out of people where they do feel comfortable sharing their feelings. And they don't feel judged or, you know, whatever. And it occurred to me right then and there that my sister is suppressing a lot of things that go on in her head. Um, or a lot of thoughts you know, you don't know, I don't know, I don't think they're insecurities. I think they're just might be opinions or, you know, observations that she notices. And because I'm not sure if it's because of the work environment or because of just her, like her confidence and not being able to deliver the way that I kind of just, you know, get people to open up. And what I found when I realized that, I also started wondering, holy crap, what kind of things that... I looked at her and said, I always say what's going on in my mind. And she's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, why? Like, there's nothing bad. And then, I was, and then it dawned on me, how many bad things are you thinking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that you have to censor what's going on in your head so that... Well, and I, I think that particularly, I, you know, when you're surrounded by a bunch of people that... Um, don't get you or that, you know, you've aligned yourself in an environment, you know, whether it's corporate or otherwise that, um, you feel like your ideas are not welcome, that you do filter a lot more or you just shut down and mm -hmm. just don't say, which I think that's why a lot of people get into that place of funk and like, you know, get paranoid about what they're saying or not how it, or how it's going to be perceived. No, they're not, they can't be self-expressed and all of the They can't be themselves. Stuff. Yeah. They can't be themselves. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and that's one of those things that I, I I set out a long time ago just to be like, you know, if I feel like that in a space, I don't want to be in that space. Right. And I don't think that that's, I'm going to say normal with air quotes, you know, because normal is like a setting on a dryer and that's about it. But I, I think that it's very common for people to not say what's on their mind to because they don't have a safe environment to say right. who they are and what they believe. And I do notice that people kind of change. I mean, I myself even, my persona changes around the people that I'm with. And it's not, I'm not changing who I am. And I'm not changing my beliefs. And I'm not changing my delivery. I am just being mindful of their essence. And mindful of their existence and where they are in their place and time. And what they can handle. And so, like, you know, I may not be as, <laughs> like, on them. Or I might be a little bit more, like... I might be a little bit more reserved or a little bit more not as spicy. Like, you know, like, you know, you know, like a little less you mean, spice. You mean you don't drop F-bombs around everybody? I try not to. <laughs> the the, technically, the F-bombs aren't, they're not thought out well. Um, they just happen. They just kind of happen. And um, with that, I, I'm still on the fence because I'm not, in my mind, I don't. 
don't swear a lot, but apparently <laughs> I do swear a lot. And I'm aware that I swear like a sailor, but I definitely try to keep it lidded up when I go into certain people's homes and, you know, or, or certain, definitely, you know, certain children and whatever. And there, there have been some, like, you know, teenagers that have been like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast. And I'm like... Oh, you can listen to this one, but you can't listen. Yeah, to don't that. listen to that one. You're not allowed to listen no, to the, not that, that one. That one is not. I was mm-hmm. gonna say for me those because I say all the things. <laughs> I was gonna say for me those are few and far between, but every once in a while they happen. <laughs> right, but it's like, but at the same time, you know, it's like I think that you know when you're around different people, whatever their energy is, whatever their essence is, however you want to describe that, it's like they bring out a different piece of you. Right, and I feel more when I. I hate to say this, but when I swear, it's because I'm more relaxed. I feel I'm in my comfort state where I don't give a shit. And I'm just like, oh, well, they're not going to get offended. And on top of it, I'm just talking. They're not personally offended by my, like, you know. When someone's personally offended by a swear word, it's like, okay, well, it triggered something in you because you probably were taught how bad it was. that you were, It's a word. It's a word. And I'm not saying it in a derogatory term, and I'm not attacking someone, and I'm not, like, getting all up in their business, and I'm not becoming an orangutan, and, like, <laughs> I'm not doing all the things. But, you know, like, it's just, like, it's a, it's it's a word. It's expression. It's expression. It's expression. <laughs> no different than if somebody decided to color their hair purple. Like... Yeah. It's it's just expression. And it and the thing that I find interesting, I did notice that my husband, you know, when my son was like I want to say 16, it was like 16, 17, somewhere between that junior, you know, end of sophomore junior year time. And it's where he's definitely testing the waters and you know like, "Oh, I'm going to come home just 5 minutes late and then it'll be 15 minutes late." Like, you know, like just doing those various things and then you know, sometimes they come home and they're perfectly fine. They just go straight to your room and you're like, yay, quiet night. And then the next time, you know, they decide to have words with you and then you're like chewing them out because you're being a little pissant. So at any rate, at any rate, we got to this point where he came in and he's, he's standing, he's standing over in the corner and he's taught saying something. And I didn't like the way that it wasn't what he said. It was the tone of his voice and the way he said, like, the way that he had done it. It was just like, whoa, hold on. I'm a human. Like, why are you talking to me all cruel and whatever? And so, and then he went on this, like, and I said something back. And then he said, responded. And then Rudy said something and then blah, blah, blah. And it goes back and forth. And, of course, it's like male on male. Like, I'm much faster on you. No, I'm older. Like, you know, like, and it's, you know, like, they get into that, like, whatever. And the weird part was my husband was unexpectedly calm and cool during it where I'm watching oh. being like, why are you calm? Because everything he just said, I would, I'm about to like tear down. And then it wasn't until he actually said, I don't think it was shit, but it was something along that line. It was somewhere in that or something in a whole department or whatever and it was not towards somebody it was not towards somebody it was just used in reference and I hear as soon as he used that word two seconds my husband was up and he was pissed (laughs) and I was like I just kind of looked at him and then I like I kind of broke them up a little bit because they got all hot and bothered and I've told little Rudy to go to his room and then 
like his dad and I always spoke in the garage because that was that was our that was our brainstorming place, yeah. like our get back the on the space. Yeah, that was our <laughs> place where people aren't listening through walls. There's more insulation, and we can actually be like, "Hey, guess what? We gotta be on the same page and whatever." And it, and he was always really good at making sure we were always on the same page. But it was funny because he's sitting there, he's like, "I can't believe him," <laughs> whatever. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Okay, first question: Which part bothered you?" Like, what part triggered you? Like, I just need to know. And then he's like, I can't. He's swearing at me. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, you were upset from the swear word? And he's like, yeah. Why is he talking to me like that? And I was like, honey, for the last 10 minutes, everything else that he said was disrespectful, should, was disrespectful and put crossing the line. And it finally dawned on me that he, he had inherited his mom's trigger, his mother's trigger was bad words his mother's trigger she did not find anything disrespectful until a swear word was used so you could talk down to her you could yell at her you could do whatever but if you didn't say a swear word she didn't hear like she didn't process it as disrespect Mm -hmm. swear words were disrespect and so immediately i looked at him and i'm like honey um everything he said in the last 10 minutes beforehand you had every right to get up all in his face but when he swore, that was not threatening. Like, he just used a swear word, and it, like, the way, the term and the way he used it wasn't even... Directed it either. <laughs> uh, it was, it had it. And, and then, but it was amazing, because then as soon as I said that to him, all of a sudden, he broke through his mom's inherited behavioral pattern, which was very cool to see, because he was like, holy crap, oh my god. And then, he, and then it's never happened again. But it was crazy because, like, there's so much from our upbringing Mm -hmm. that we get it predisposed in our mind that, like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is how it's supposed to be or this is what's wrong or da-da-da-da-da. And it's just not true. Yeah. I have another little friend here today. His name is Oscar. (laughs) So if you hear funny little puppy sounds. He just wants some love. It he just he's just loving. a whittle. Yeah. He's a whittle guy. He's a whittle guy. He's a whittle guy with the most ginormous ears I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what else? I don't think these constitute his ears, but I think I'll show it to you because it's fun. And the background, I put a little song with it because I put it on TikTok and it was super cute. And this is a TikTok of my own, but I just love. <laughs> watching my husband and farm animals is the most fascinating thing you'll ever see and the strangest thing is is he can summon goats goats are like his spirit animal yes and he just puts goats. his hands out and he just they just come to they him. just come to him and what i'm showing her is a big old longhorn where his horns were at least the six length. feet wide oh Completely. Like, I mean, one horn was, like, the length of my leg. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, and, you know, Kai came over, just touched the, like, pet the horn or whatever, and I'm just like, I don't even think he can feel the horn. Do they have nerve endings and things in their horns? I know that they get sensation that there's pressure on them, so, but, but I, is that I don't know. because it's connected yeah, to the head? Yeah, I think head? it's because it's connected to their head, so I don't know. Some of them can be really sensitive, but I don't, I don't know about longhorns, like, what their whole right. thing is. Although, you know, I was always told you don't go for the horns just because they might flip their head. Like, you don't touch their yeah, horns? Yeah, don't, t- don't mess with their horns because they might flip their head and get your arm, so. <laughs> okay. Well, and he, but, just, he just pet her, he just yeah. pet her head. 
And, like, she yeah. totally was like, oh, my God, please, like, yeah. keep, I feel the scratches. Keep, keep, keep I need the scratches. I need the scratches. Yeah. Like, and it was so happy. But it's so interesting that, oh, okay. Puppy kisses. Thank you so much. Puppy kisses. Okay, that tickles my lips. <laughs> <laughs> she's so, she's so jealous of little Oscar. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So my dog has FOMO. And, um, you know. Did you say FOMO? She does. She has FOMO. What's FOMO? It's fear of missing out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought you were, like, bringing up a disease. I yeah, was like, she's she not having a disease. She There's has, nothing wrong she has, with her. She, she has FOMO. <laughs> and, and it's most evident when we go to my mom's house on the weekend. So when we go out there for the weekend, it's like she is the first one up. And she's, like, running up the stairs. And she wants to see where everybody is because she doesn't want to miss anything. And everyone else is still sleeping. Oh, my goodness. Until she goes into the room and pounces on their bed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, you know, at home, she's like a lazy teenager that will sleep until 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. She won't even get up to go outside or breakfast or anything else. She just stays in bed under the covers. Until she's forced to be. <laughs> until I'm like, world. it's time to go to work or you have to get up. <laughs> right. That's too funny. <laughs> well, nope, has your, have your, has Miko or... Even Oscar, have you noticed any, like, different behaviors? I noticed that our dogs get a little bit more, I don't want to say restless, but I almost do want to say restless, especially as we get closer to, you know, Halloween and the thinning of the veil. And you know, I haven't necessarily noticed it for that. Um, I absolutely notice it with her when we're close to a full moon. Yeah. Um, that that her behavior will change a little bit closer to a full moon. Um, what does she do? What's different? Uh, she's just more, more up, more playful. She barks outside more. She, you know, will run and, you know, run up and down the fence line more. Let's do, I'm interested. I'm curious. Let's do the things. Yeah. All the stuff. And then is she, she gets busier. Does she crash when she gets to the waning moon Mm. or is she just normal? She's just more of her normal. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just more of the like, I'm just going to lay here. Yeah. I mean, she is a hound dog after all. <laughs> she is a hound dog. Well, a hound and I dog. just noticed that Nui's been a little bit more um, observant of what's going on outside and the noises outside and the, she's just, she's perked up a little bit. And then she, I've also noticed that she's, um, well, I mean, she's always been kind of a little bit of like anxious dog anyway, because she's a Great Dane and that's yeah. just normal for their breed. But at the same time, she... It's not that she hasn't been overly anxious, but it's like if I go and grab or touch her like I usually do, she's actually like more jumpy. Pull, yeah, jumpy and pulling back. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like not that anything nothing's happened. If anything, she's been more spoiled and yeah. she's and she knows she's been happier. She's been happier and running around and being more energetic, but at the same time I have noticed that she is a little bit like more on edge. Mhm. Interesting. Which I thought was I haven't noticed that with her yet. But I haven't again, noticed with Tuk Tuk. Tuk Tuk's been fine. Yeah, I with her, I really think um, we were weird. out at my mom's last weekend, and her favorite thing to do because my mom lives on a big acreage is that the second we get there, she gets out of the car and she runs as far and fast as she can, and then she runs in circles and comes back and runs. Her, I mean, she just thinks it's so great to be able to run full out as Free. fast as she can with freedom that's and awesome no spaces she thinks that's amazing 
And so this week, you know, every time we come back from a weekend like that, you know, the next two days she sleeps and then there's only two more days of work. And then Oscar came to, to stay with us for a couple of days um, while his mommy's out of town. And so, um, you know, she's been a little bit off of that because she's, she's so used to being a, an only child. She really is an only child. She's rotten. Well, can, you, um, <laughs> can you imagine if we, if, like every adult could just start a day off of like waking up, drinking their coffee and then running in a field free as yeah. a bird? Yeah. Do you know, like how much nicer would the world be? I'm like going, do I really want to run free in a field? No, I mean, like, I, like, or like sitting in a swing and spinning in a circle or, you See, know, that like, I would do. right? or lounging, like just like, I mean, even lounging and just peaceful, like something yeah. peaceful, like doing something that makes them happy. I actually kind of designed my life that way. Yeah. I mean. But it took, it took years it took, of working. It took me years of working. Yeah, it did take years of working. And, and the years that I could do it because I didn't have enough work, um, there was a whole different set of stressors. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like the goal is to be able to do that without um, having to kill yourself five days a week at work. Well, and it's about finding the playtime within the work time. Right. Because yeah. I think a lot of us, like, I know that we're notoriously bad at making ensuring that we actually have the playtime mixed in with the work time. And so lately I've been trying to like have us do a little bit more on, you know, okay, if someone wants to do something or ask me to do something, just say yes and go if I can. And yeah. then, you know, like if I'm not over all already committed, but, or, you know, okay, on a Saturday actually plan to do something a little bit more. So I've been having like very late Saturdays, which is nice, but at the same time, I'm not used to that, but I do feel like I'm actually getting more like living done absolutely which is kind of rare for me you know i i really think that most people need to start scheduling living mm-hmm. into their schedules because mm-hmm. otherwise you just get overworked i have it color coded on my out phone. and yeah i mean and self-care is part of that living but separate from right so there's right. like <laughs> scheduling work scheduling you know kids family scheduling self-care but then also scheduling life right because if you don't the Time gets taken up with something else. Well, and the thing that's really sad is that, like, I think we learn so much time. We learn so much from ourselves in our self-care practices. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, if you're providing self-care for yourself in that time frame to which you're putting self-care into action, you're learning more about yourself. And you're learning more about what, where you are in this place in time, like in this present moment, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of, and you know, where, where things are working and where they might need some changing. And if we're too busy bullet, bulleting through all of the, you know, regular ants to, like to do's and not scheduling the living time, then we're more apt to completely miss it. And then sadly have times when we can't, we actually like we don't, we're not connected. We're not hearing ourselves. We're not knowing what we need. We can't hear what we need. Right. Because we're in bulldozer mode. Well, and I think that so many people, even, even when they're doing self-care, you'd be amazed the number of people that, you know, they're on an acupuncture table, table with needles in them and they still have their phone. Oh, my husband. Running through emails and oh, my watching TV or whatever else so that they can be distracted oh, and my not husband. even hear. Oh, my husband. <laughs> Actually, he's pretty. I mean, he's he's getting, he's getting better. better. He's getting better. So I, you know, I'm not going to say that it's him, um, because I have female clients that do the same thing. 
And it's kind of like they never stop, they never slow down, they never listen to what's going on within them. Because, you know, even their self-care is just the next thing on the list of things to do. Yeah. Which is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, at least to me it's sad. You know, well, like, and it's, it's that... like that's not the point of it. The, t- the point of it is to stop, slow down, listen to yourself. Well, and I find that if when you actually do that, when you go to work, work doesn't necessarily feel like work as much. Like you're actually enjoying the moment and you're enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. and Especially if you love what you do. If yeah. you don't, then it's time to change. Right. well and you know and I feel bad for like you know younger generations right now it's like half of what I'm witnessing is that half of them is a hundred percent on target in the right direction and then the other half isn't and it's like sometimes when it's like do what you love you know what I'm saying like that is a fantastic statement it promotes happiness it promotes peace it promotes you know enjoyment of of living but the other thing but it doesn't factor in the part of balance and incorporating it into reality and well and two younger people they don't they don't know what they love yet yeah i'm like go out and get a job and for each job that you have what is it that you love and appreciate about what you were doing and if you can't find anything you need to stay longer until you can Right. You know? <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing is that instead what you're finding is you're finding a huge line of a huge generation, a majority of the gen, the pop, like that population in that generation that are just like, oh, this isn't fun. Okay, I'm quitting. And then they just quit. And it's like we've gotten them to the point where it's like, okay, parents have worked really hard to ensure that their kids have more than them or they're not having to you know, repeat some of the disasters that they have. Like, each parent is trying to make sure that their kid has better than what they had, right? But then at the same time, there's something that gets missed where they didn't pick up the lesson or they didn't have... It had it didn't have the same impact because they have a different life than you did. Right. So it's like the, the messaging or the things that irked you or wanted to change or whatever, they're not problems for them anymore, but now they have a different set of issues, one it, of which being, you know, oh, well, if you don't like it, then just quit. Exactly. Because, you know, it's like I have... Or I just don't feel like going to work today. Yeah. You know, it's like I have friends with 20-something-year-old kids that anytime there's any conflict of any sort, instead of addressing it, they just quit. Or they just don't show up. Right. Right? They just, they just don't show up. So they're avoiding it. They never learn, like... They don't ever strengthen themselves, their self-worth, their self-confidence. They don't ever, you they know, They don't actually face, know what they're capable of. Yeah, they don't ever face those, you know, challenges, challenges. Of, of like, hey, something's not right here. We either need to address it or I need to understand what the problem is so that I can correct it. You know, it's like none of that happens. And so they just keep, you know, they can't even get a job now because they've quit so many. Right. <laughs> well, and that's the, and that's the thing that work concerns me is because I love promoting the wellness aspect. I love promoting the like figuring out what aligns with you and staying committed and what's your purpose and all of these things. And but at the same time, there's a generation out there that is manipulating those positive, you know, mantras or those positive things to the point where it's like they're not balancing the physical and the spiritual. Right. They're constantly like, oh, I want, I have so much fun playing in the spiritual. 
that I want to stay here. And it's like, yeah, we all want to do that, but we still are humans and we still have to like feed ourselves and have a place to live and caretake for dogs that we like with these massive, massive ears. (laughs) He does. He turns around and he looks at me and for a second he looks like he's stoned. Yeah. Because he makes the like, it's like the, uh, the chihuahua, the chihuahua shaky face. Yeah. It like, they look like they're high. Yeah. Well, he's, he's definitely got that, and then he's got some teeth missing, so he's got one lip that's up on one side. Oh, yeah, and the and tongue his, is like... And his tongue hangs uh, out the other, so Which <laughs> He always looks a little something. We occasionally call him Chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Because he's different. He's but he's but okay. he hasn't, he hasn't yeah. the whole time. He's just been proud. He, he literally is just like, I want hugs. Just give me hugs. Until I fall off your lap. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Shake it up. Shake it up. Nope, it's not my turn. I already have Miko hairs all over me. Lots of Miko hairs. <laughs> Lots of Miko hairs. Yeah. And she just got grim, so most of them came out. <laughs> Do we need to roll you off with a sticky thing? Uh, or I'll just have to go roll in the bathroom. <laughs> just go roll somewhere else. Yeah. I, I would imagine. <laughs> you, can you imagine? Oh, look, she gets groomed. If you had to groom her in your own bathtub. Oh, yeah. And then, no. like, but no, but if you groomed her, the whatever, you think you cleaned out it up, and you're like, oh, I think I want to make myself a bath. And then you make the bath, and it's floating and it's Miko just hair. Look, yes. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm bathing in dog hair. Gross. Ew. Ew. Exfoliation? Yeah. So even with, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, not even. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> like, know how to swing that one. Yeah. I was going to say, we always went to the um, do-it-yourself dog bath things <laughs> before like I had a groomer. Like a pet Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it was always funny. People would laugh at us because, you know, she'd be in there with her little like leash collar thing attached to the wall and she's got one paw on each shoulder and you would think that she was being dramatized, but she's like getting a back massage. It's like stuffing her up and she's just, she's like hugging me. (laughs) But looking traumatized. Yes. But she's just getting a massage. Mm -hmm. Yes. People would laugh at us because it's like, I mean, like it's a 25 pound dog and she's hugging me while I'm rubbing her back. <laughs> I got really lucky. Nui's not a dirty dog. Yeah. And she'd be so afraid of the water. It's, occasionally we will like wash her down, but it doesn't happen in a normal time frame. Tuk Tuk's fine. She's totally just like. She's like, water, spoosh. Yeah, she's, she's like, squirrel, yay. Like, I mean, they killed, they killed their best friend. Aww. They killed their best friend two weeks ago. Was it two yeah. weeks ago, three weeks ago? Well, at least he won't be eating your vegetables anymore. You know what? I, I feel like that was a fair trade. Like, you know, like, okay, squirrel, you take the time, whether you're taunting or playing with my dogs every day, that squirrel, entertain them. he showed up. That squirrel, he showed up. Every day, the same time, two times a day, and it just provided, I don't know if it was a repeat of traumatization for the squirrel, because he just gets himself up there, and then sits there and goes, like, whatever, and then (laughs) it's, like, chirping at them, and then, like, Nui's, like, she's actually standing on the tree, you know, probably hitting five, 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 almost six foot, Trying to, you know, jump up and back and down and then just waiting. Yeah. I mean, it got to the point where I had to go get the dogs out from outside and bring them inside because 
Nui's tongue was down to the freaking ground because she was so hot. And then she just has drool coming. Like, and she's not, she's not a big drooly dog. But she, like, it was so hot. It was 100 degrees outside, and they're just still trying and to... And she's black, and the yes. sun's on her. It's like, ah! Right, and then both of them were just heat exhaustion. I was like, someone's going to die if you guys don't come in here. <laughs> and then... And the squirrel's just up on the top of the tree going... Yeah, but then as soon... Exactly. And then as soon as I come out there, you know, then, you know, it's like, oh, what's this about? Like, so she... Like, anytime I walked outside, the squirrel would stop chirping and taunting. But then if I went inside... Start right back up again. Yeah. Just like clockwork. We have a very brave squirrel. He likes to hang from my hanging plants and swing back and forth. And Miko is like sleeping on the couch. And then I I look at her and I'm like, it's time to go outside. Go get the squirrel. Look at her. And, you know, she looks at the door and then she runs up to the door. But then she just sticks her head out and watches and waits. For the perfect moment. And then she goes, bam! And runs out there. And the squirrel's like, <laughs> like runs out the fence. Like, it's just, she was shocked. <laughs> like, the same thing happens every day, but you're surprised. <laughs> like, Pretty you didn't see it coming. Right? Yeah. Do, like, I mean, don't you think if you were the squirrel, they would, like, have one eye open? Yeah, I think most of the acorns are bigger than their brains. But Okay. Yeah. Well, we have. pretty sure. Yeah, my mom has a good my, thing the, for. The squirrel will sit on the patio right outside the door. Not a very smart squirrel. No, it's not. <laughs> we had a, we had a squirrel in Chicago. We had we have a bird feeder that is the shape of a squirrel. Oh, with the cute little tail accent and everything. Oh, and I got it on purpose because we had so many squirrels in our yard, and my mom could not stand the squirrel. She got so mad all the time. She'd just bang on the window all the time because you know the bird feed is for the birds, not for you know whatever. And so. Here, you know, the bird feeder's hanging up there. It's in its, like, I got a squirrel because it's just funny because she got so mad that there were always squirrels. Well, I was thinking, you know, oh, okay, like, here's a squirrel bird feeder. It's not a big deal. It's more caged, whatever. Well, we had it hanging on one of our big sticks in the middle. So, like, you, you know, there wasn't really a way for the squirrels to get there. This one squirrel figured out how to eat from it every day, except it always ate upside down. And when it ate upside down, this is a squirrel bird feeder. So every day you wake up and literally you're watching squirrel on squirrel 69 action. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I finally got to the point where I was like, I can't uh, do it anymore. I don't know if we should have this anymore. (laughs) This is just hit way inappropriate. So like, you know, like it's like the squirrel totally was a squirrel squirrel. Like didn't, I'm like, does the squirrel know it's not real? Like, (laughs) It's just a bird feeder. Like, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, we had some very lively, entertaining squirrels on the, in the north. Awesome. In the north. Inappropriate squirrels. Did they look different than the squirrels here? Yes. That's something that I noticed. That's something that I noticed everywhere I go. I'm like, hmm, the squirrels look different here. Yes. (laughs) Or they sound different. Here, they're very loud. Yeah. And they're not loud in, like, they're like, they're sneaky little, like, spies that just, yeah. you know, happen to be on trees and running across the street. But you don't hear squirrels oh, here. in the Midwest. But here, they're so loud. They are loud. And they will throw things at you. I mean, they're like <gasps> little monkeys. They're like little, what do they call those little squirreler monkeys? I mean, not squirreler monkeys. The spider the monkeys? Collar monkeys or whatever. Oh, or yeah. the, Are they even the... the spider yeah, monkeys, too. The yeah. spider monkeys. 
where they'll throw stuff at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the squirrels here will do that, especially if you've had some that have been in your yard for a long time and you're back and forth and you have dogs. Mm-hmm. It's like they'll start throwing acorns or they'll start throwing things at your dogs. <laughs> this one hasn't done it yet that I know of. <laughs> Is that because they like are, they don't have to hibernate during the winter here? I don't know, and but like, they're spicy. <laughs> they're just like, I'm too hot. <laughs> Here's an acorn. <laughs> like they're like, move so I can get down. <laughs> like I'm on a mission. I need food. It's hot up here. I just want to come hang out on the grass and the ground. Poor squirrels. Yeah. Oh well. I didn't realize squirrels were so traumatized. Yeah. Well. Ing. Traumatizing. Yes, they are traumatizing. I'm sure they're traumatized in some ways too, because half of them are missing a tail because they went in the wrong yard. But you know. <laughs> things if, if only the, we humans could forget things as quickly as like dogs and animals can because you do notice that they have resets right? oh yeah they totally it's like something it's like happens they forget from one day to the next it's like yeah. <laughs> i mean we do that when we're like trying to pinpoint when something happened where you know you're recalling an event that occurred that week and you're like oh man two days ago blah blah blah, blah and they're like no that was three hours ago and you're like, oh crap! Oh yeah, yeah. It's been one. Of, it, it, yeah, it's, it's been one of those days again. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when we usually say at the office, like, man, it's been a week today. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I haven't used that, but it is. Yeah, but it's one of those things, and I do feel like the days are filled more. They're filled more. There's a lot more going on, and we just have to take the downtime. Absolutely. We have to take the downtime and the self care. And just, like, how nice is it just to sit with the window open and listen to the breeze, right? Like, Mm -hmm. why can't we just take 10 minutes to open a window and do that? Oh, I know why. Because all of us will fall asleep. Why? Because we're under-rested. Overstressed and under-rested. Is that the name of our show today? I don't know. I forgot what we said. I thought it was going to be traumatizing squirrels and big horny cows. (laughs) I don't know. Big horny cows? (laughs) Longhorns. I knew that. I I was still thinking of the sixty-nine squirrel, but like, yeah. yeah. Wow, this took a totally different turn. But, but we should totally do cow and squirrel noises now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, this is my, okay. Before we go, I just have to show you this. Okay, this is the other one. This poor little goat was just sitting there with his head stuck in the fence. Like, perfectly fine, but then the guy behind him is just like Billy Goat's gruff. He sounds like a man. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that crazy? So, there you go. You have real animal sounds today. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing out our inner country. <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's time to go. Real animal sounds. Time yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To top for now, thanks for joining. What are we doing again? Embracing the wild. We are yes. doing Embracing the Wild. Apparently and, very yeah. much today. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I don't know how to exit or open or close or like what the words. The oh words. My, yeah, sometimes you just hit stop. I hit stop. <laughs> <laughs> but then we can't do our... We just did other animal cells. <laughs> That's true. That's all you get. <laughs>